What's going on people, it's your boy Izzy and we are back again with another episode, season 5, that's right, season 5 of Speaking Your Truth with your boy and uh, yeah, we've got a special episode for you guys today. Um, it's only right that we start this new season with the co-founding, co-host of the podcast, the one and only, my partner in crime, Tasmasoni. Hey, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> We're here, live, in the, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're right here in Isl- oh, Islington, uh, the streets of Islington. It's a very, very nice area that I stumbled into. As soon as I was walking the streets, I felt safe. Yeah, you know what I'm it's, saying? It's secure, bro. Safe and secure up here, bro. And in London, it's so easy to kind of spot the safe sides <laughs> from the, the dodgy side. So, um, yeah, what's going on, Taz, man? What's going on in your life? Now we good, bro. Just in between jobs at the moment, taking a break. Yeah. All that jazz, bro. We've been, we've been. I've been trying my hardest to do nothing. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, nothing is before like the storm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, not a, not a bad storm, but just the storm work, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's that young adult life, isn't it? It's yeah, it's. Say. And what's funny is that university did not prepare us for this you know like yeah, the, the the in-between job stage even the searching for jobs searching for houses now, that's something that you know we don't really talk too much about in uni so how are we kind of adjusting would you say from life at uni to now life as a young adult i mean i mean it's, it's interesting it's just interesting because i have to be aware of what i'm paying for i had to do i had to be aware of that in uni but like more so now because yeah. like i'm sort of as soon as I graduated, my dad told me I was cut off. So, <laughs> like that's, that's the truth. So, so I, I definitely have to have to be wiser in terms of my spending habits and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's been one of the main changes. Um, also, I guess because I moved up to London, like just um, London from Portsmouth, uh, I have to. It's just getting used to a new community, mm. new friends, mm. new church, all that stuff. Like. But it's been good though. It's been exciting, man. Yeah, no, it's definitely exciting. Definitely hard as well. I I, I can definitely relate with the spending habits. Yeah, you know, when you when you when you're making your own money, it's dangerous. You know, when it's like I used to get student finance. When it's someone else's money, it's like all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, like let's spend good. it. It's all good. But like, when it's your own money, and like when you're cut off, like you said, you're like, oh, I need to actually finance a little bit better now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so definitely feel you on that. But um, guys, yeah, today's a, it's a special episode because obviously you've got my boy Taz, but also, um, I, I just want to get, I just want to get real, you know, for, for, for her yeah, sake. Yeah, I think sometimes in, in culture, like we, we don't pause and really like deal with stuff or talk about stuff that we're dealing with. Um, and I think this is a yeah good opportunity and maybe people can relate. So essentially, um, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm a Christian, um, and I've been a Christian, you know, most of my life and have had, you know, ups and downs in my relationship with God um but in the past maybe six months I would I would I would say that my relationship hasn't been as strong as it has been or as strong as I would have liked it to have been and um yeah I just want to talk maybe a little bit about how we deal with those moments how how do we deal with um seasons where we are not fully in touch with our spiritual side and yeah i guess to to open stuff up um chaz for yourself have you ever maybe had that that moment or that season in your life where you know like god isn't really moving in your life where you feel like he's very far away yeah. um you, you don't really feel like he's he's closer to and how have you kind of maybe dealt with that yeah i think i think um 
it's interesting because I feel like right now I'm sort of literally on the edge of that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like right on the edge, I'm like, oh, I need to get my idea. But like, um, I think it's um, for me, I think in the, in the past at least, it's it's, it's been um, it's, it's the the most the most the most I'll say I I have to do is like um, be intentional and be aware mm-hmm. of when when it's like that because you can get comfortable with um, not with the distance in a way or the not having the the obligation um, that you put yourself to you know talk to God or mm. um, you know pray or read the Bible so I think it's it's first, I think the first thing is actually being aware of that and understanding that it's not really a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and and um, obviously like there, there is grace and God is understanding but you know there's there is a time where you have to sort of step up and um, be be accountable yeah. to yourself for yeah. where your relationship is with God, and so um, and then after that, it's it's like I said, it's about intentionality and I think being disciplined and um, in in being consistent, you know. And obviously, like people, it's easy to then fall into your routine, but I think it's better to have a routine that you can change up, yeah, than, than to have nothing at all. Mm. So yeah, yeah. No, I am. Um... I definitely, I definitely hear that, especially the the routine element. I think sometimes part of not feeling in touch with God is because we've become so complacent. Yeah. Um, we've just been comfortable almost. Yeah, and and you know, as weird as it might sound, I I don't think Christianity or having a relationship with God was was meant to always be comfortable. You know, yeah. I I think that sometimes we need to we need to change up what we do or or how we how we do our relationship with God. Um, in order to not fall in, into that complacency, and kind of like following on from that as well, I feel like part of the reason why it has hit me a little bit differently is you know I used to I used to really be in touch. Not I still am, obviously. But, uh, I used to be like really in touch, and with that, I would I would feel like almost like a, having a superpower. I would describe yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But then you know when you when you don't feel as in touch, you feel like that superpower is gone. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen the Peter scene Parker. exactly. <laughs> the scene in Spider-Man 2 where like Peter Parker of Spider-Man is just swinging away, you know, he's living life, doing all, all the yeah. right things, and out of nowhere, the powers is going. Yeah, you can't shoot away. <laughs> <laughs> he just falls down. He falls down. But by the trash as well. Just yeah. fall, literally just falls down and he's got no power and then he kind of loses touch with his identity. Yeah. And, and he becomes comfortable. Exactly. No for a while. Exactly. He becomes comfortable with having no powers. He even starts like embracing that lifestyle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. But then when it really came down to it, when Doc Ock like chucked that car in the in the <laughs> yeah, in the restaurant yeah. with him and his girl, that's when it came back yeah, 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 exactly. again. And like, I guess using maybe using that analogy, the question, the next question is, how do you think you can kind of get back your superpower yeah, once yeah. you feel like you've lost it? Um, uh, I think it's. Again, it's the thing about being intentional, but also, like, you need, sometimes you need a car crash into a restaurant <laughs> for you to realize how far gone you are. Yeah. 100%. It's so true. Yeah. So, I think, obviously, like, you don't want it to get to, I've always heard, I've heard Stephen Furrick say, don't make, don't let a tragedy be the reason why you change. Mm. You know what I mean? But also, like, yeah, you, they're also good for me, helping yeah. me change. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't have, it's not, you, don't, you know, it doesn't always have to be a metaphorical, like car crashing into your life that you know make forces you to change but i think it's 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 those steps like you know it's like people i think people try to make it make the relationship with god more advanced than it really is mm. like you know mm. how do you talk to god you pray to god 
how do you get to know God? You read the Bible. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and, and it's, it's, it's as simple as that. And my, one of my favorite songs growing up, I don't know if they have it here in the UK, but it's like, <laughs> read your Bible. Pray, pray every day. And you grow, grow. grow. Like, that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And so it's like, um, yeah, if you want to communicate to God, you pray. If you want to know, get to know God better, you read the Bible. Yeah. You know, and you want to spend time with Him and, you know, have all those things going together, then you, you know, pray, read the Bible and be in quiet time. You know, so um, I think it's getting into that rhythm again and just, yeah, being intentional. Because, like, I don't know, sometimes when you don't feel it, life can really get in the way. Oh. And, like, you, 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 can, you can make up all the reasons to... At the end of the day, to be like, oh, I couldn't do it. Today. Mm, mm, but when you look back, you're like, mm, I, could, I really I could, could have, yeah. You know, and so I think it's it's being honest with yourself, but also, um, I think it's good to have like people around you that yeah. are accountable, yeah, um, that you're accountable to, that can call you out on it and be like, oh, how how is your relationship with God? Like, I have a friend, and she always asks me like, how's your prayer life, Ted? Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh. and you know you have to answer yeah, that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh man, you caught me. <laughs> Call me right on and off day, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. She's like, "How's your prayer, prayer life?" And if she listens to this, she'll know who she is. Mm. But um, but yeah, so it's 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 having people like that that can call you out um on on those things and yeah and and help you be accountable because if you're just going through it on your own, you can sort of rationalize it in your head and be like, "Oh, you know, it's not that bad." Like, yeah, literally. You have off days, or it's a season. Yeah, you know. But when people call you out, it's like, "Oh no, but it's actually, yeah, it's more than just a yeah, season." Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, I, 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 fully agree. I think um the the first point, you know, with the with the car crash or or, or tragedy to, to kind of um sprinkle something back into your life, I do agree. It's dangerous to rely on that. Yeah. It's dangerous to rely on that. But I do also think when something like that happens, we need to embrace it. Like, we need that that kind of, that wake-up call or that alert, that alarm almost to be like, yo, Izzy, you know, if you keep on going this way, it's, it's going to be dangerous for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think with with the car crash, we need to embrace the car crash sometimes and be like, okay, let's not, get, let's not make this worse. Um, but then at the second time, we have to be proactive. Yeah. If we've recognised it, I think that's the first step. We need to do something about it. We can't recognise a problem and then just uh, act as though time will be the answer. It's like we have to recognise the problem and then put in solutions or put in little steps, gradual steps, um, to enable long-term change. And so when it comes to accountability, for example, I think that's an important one. Being real and authentic with your friends rather than having to put up this facade, sure. almost, sure. right? Yeah. Of like, I'm, I've got it all together to everyone, but to myself, I don't so kind of um with that being said what would you say is the best way to actually bring up that conversation with friends or to bring it up with people around you to in order to put your place in a um circle of accountability yeah i mean i don't know if i'm really the best at it because last time i was going through something i just put you all in a group chat yeah say what i had to say you know but um but i mean Sometimes it's just as easy as that, really. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and, and just saying your piece, mm-hmm. and, then, and then hoping that everyone is as supportive as you would like to think they are, you know. And so, once it's all out in the open, because like, I don't know, because the thing is, for me, especially when you're going through it, people are like going to bed fine. You know what I mean? You're the only one really stressed out. So why are you, why are you worried about everyone? Everyone thinks they're 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 good. You know what I mean? Honestly, if they don't know how you are, they could care less. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you 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 seem to be fine. Mm. You know, so I think it's it's about it's about um yeah it's about it's about just being 
you have to tell your friends. But what my, one thing that my dad always says is like, um, I remember like sometimes I would have friends like uh, I would want to go somewhere and um, this is before I had a license and I would be like, I'd ask my friend like, oh, bro, can you can you take me to this place? And then he'd be like, ah, oh, bro, I can't, you know, fuel, right? <laughs> and then on Instagram, he's posted this like trip that he had with this girlfriend, right? Which is very fine. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, you went like outside the city, like an yeah. hour outside <laughs> the city with no fuel. Right. You know? <laughs> like, and so it's like, and then my, and I'll tell my dad and he'd be like, where's your friend, right? Mm. Call him out. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he's your friend. You should be able to talk about it. You know, and so I, I think that's how I see my friendships. It's like, if I call you my friend, like, you have to be able to support me. That's the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what, what are you, what are we saying this friendship is built on then? If you just hear from good times, man. So, like, yeah, if, you, if you're my friend, you have to be there for me. I agree. And you have to, yeah, it's, it's just like, it is what it is. The same way I, you expect that of me as well. Yeah, it's a two-way street. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, friendship is a two-way street. Like, we have to be vulnerable at times yeah. when we don't want to be. But then at the same time, with that vulnerability, we have to expect the other person to, um, yeah, be there for us. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than being vulnerable with someone and them not caring. Oh, that's oh, that's that makes me feel like so so bad, so little. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like some of the reasons why I maybe aren't like aren't as vulnerable as I should be. Yeah. A because of the fear of rejection. Yeah. 100%. Um, but then B also thinking like oh like will this person even care? Yeah. But then like you said right, they're your friends. You know, like what is that friendship based on? Is it just the good times, or are they also there for you during the during the bad times? Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I think yeah, for me, when it comes to accountability, it's yeah, again, making that first step. I think sometimes people recognize intention than the actual thing you're being vulnerable vulnerable about, which I think is a, is a massive thing. Like if you came to me with something, I probably wouldn't even care what that thing is, but I would care more as to like your emotional state, your spiritual state. Mm. Uh, like your intention behind telling me more than what you're actually doing so yeah, yeah. um but it's hard man it's, yeah, it's hard yeah. like yeah people will be out here having their own opinions you're like oh yeah i feel like i actually had a conversation about this in one of our bible studies literally on thursday hmm. and it's like how like especially with christians to like misdiagnose <laughs> situation yeah yeah i think it's because of this and you're like no 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 no, no, no. no it's not that you know what just pray for me <laughs> you know what I mean? So true. Because like, yeah, they, 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 sometimes, and the thing is that, that it's, it's a, sometimes it's actually kind of hard to then like, I always take it with a pinch of salt because I'm like, okay, I am, I 100% know what is going on in my life right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So if you say what you think it is, <laughs> then I have to take it with a pinch of salt because you're not me, right? So I can't be offended. I'm just like, ah, this person clearly yeah. does not know what is happening. Yeah. You know, so... I think, but it, it, you have to be aware of that as well. Because like, yeah. sometimes, because it, it's not even like malicious or anything. So they can come with good intent, but it's just <laughs> completely wrong. <laughs> Yo, those situations are scary. Like, yeah, I, I, I was yeah. scarred when I was like 13 years old. I went to a youth camp and everyone's getting prayer. And I was like, okay, let me, let me just, let me hop on. Let me see what's going on. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me go to, to a random youth pastor, see if he can speak into my life. So I went to him, he put his hand on my shoulder, he, he was praying to himself, and then I don't know, he was like, Izzy, I just have this feeling that, that, that your parents don't go to church. What the heck? I was like, bro, like, my parents go to church that Sunday, what are yeah, you talking yeah, about? And then, like, and then I, was, I had to correct him, I was like, no, they do go to church. I'm like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, I have a feeling that, you know, you, you, you weren't always a Christian, like, you weren't brought up in a Christian household. I was like, bro, like, I was. He was saying the exact opposite yeah, as what was actually yeah, happening, yeah, yeah. and, 
Yeah, that put me off, man. Like, like going pro for because it's just awkward, isn't it? Yeah, it is awkward. It is awkward. But yeah, I mean, for me, I just I take it with a pinch of salt, and I'm just like, ah, well. You know what I mean? It is what it is, right? It kind is of what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. you clearly have no idea what's going on. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, just just listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pray. <laughs> literally. But, yeah, but literally. I guess it is, it is, like, even for us, even while we're talking, I guess it's also good for us to also recognize mm. how we can fall into that trap as well. Facts. Like, if, if we... So I could be that friend. Bro, yeah. I, I would tell you to your face. Yeah. I'd be like, bro, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. So, you know, because the thing is, like, there's so many times where, like, yeah, you can... You say something and you realize that, or you say something and you like, you know, I feel like, you know, as Christians, yeah, yeah, yeah. you feel a lot of things. Yeah, you contrast know, your you, feelings, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I sense this thing, like, I'll like, you know, <laughs> that and, and one thing, Yeah, one thing, like, and you know, to be completely honest, sometimes it can almost sound like, it can almost be like gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, it could be real like that. It could yeah. be like, because they can come with like the full on, like, you know, story. Yeah, and you, like, they'll back like, it up oh, as well. I don't know. I like, feel like, you know, I feel it's like, not true. Yeah, I feel like, no, this happened. And you're like, no. <laughs> they were like rude to me. Like, you know what I mean? You know, so it's like, but it, you have to be intentional. And, and, mm-hmm. and you have to, I think you, you definitely have to um, be aware of times where, yeah. And I think even in those situations where you do say the wrong thing, like, it's good to verify. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not assumed, right? So yeah. you're like, okay, I, I'm, I'm feeling like this is the situation um, do you agree or am I wrong yeah you know what I mean yeah then, have that like conversation exactly. afterwards exactly. rather than just assuming exactly yeah. like, I feel like I feel like you're you're just distant at the moment so like, what oh, I'm like completely in the will of <laughs> like I'm actually on track right yeah, now exactly. <laughs> you're off track exactly. but yeah, yeah. So, yeah I think that's it that's it no 100% and like sp- speaking on listening um, I went to well we went to a party yesterday and, you know, there's some very interesting conversation okay. happening. But something that actually um, stuck by me and that I'm, like, a full proponent for is the conversation around therapy. Yeah, yeah. Right? The, the, the conversation about therapy. Because I think therapy has had such negative stigma at times. For sure. But now we are getting, like, we are normalising it a bit more. But I think we need to go a step further. I think there needs to be a a, like, a generational step towards really including therapy into our... Our lifestyles. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that everyone, not maybe not needs it, but everyone should experience what therapy is yeah, like. Yeah. Like actually speaking to someone about how they're feeling, because at the end of the day, we can't be really open with like our friends or our family, yeah. and like even with God, like yes, we can say what we want, but we won't maybe get that dialogue with Him, right? So it could be nice having like someone that you don't really know doesn't really know too much about you don't want to see them in the street as well so you can fully open up to them um so yeah like just therapy yeah what's your what's your kind of stance on that oh i'm going to therapy bro oh you are oh yeah i just found out now this present moment but it's something i definitely want to do in the the near future right um i think it's important i think it's 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 interesting to me especially um coming from a black African home Okay Like mental health Is definitely not something That people want to claim Yeah You know what I mean And yeah And people are quick to like You know Say oh it's your faith Or have mm. pray Just pray more Like mm. You know what I mean Or worship more I'm like I've done everything <laughs> <laughs> I've done it all <laughs> You know what I mean I've done all the 12 steps yeah, Exactly Literally I'm like I'm good I just need to talk to somebody <laughs> Yeah But like yeah I think there's a lot of stigma around it Yeah and, like and to be honest, like you can even see it with like like the older generation and how like 
some of the issues that they have bro. clearly like long-standing <laughs> issues clearly yeah clearly like bro you need therapy you <laughs> well know? we would never say that yeah well, 100% like if you want to live you need to <laughs> but like yeah so I think therapy is very is very important and um, I, the thing that I find interesting actually is um, especially as a Christian is that like it's like you can sort of be like, all right, I'm going to go to the doctor and get checked out. Mm. You know, and mm. you can appreciate the fact that God's gifted this person yeah. to be able to understand Facts. the human body. Yeah. And, you know, he's gifted people with the ability to learn <laughs> yeah. about the human body yeah. and be able to solve issues regarding your body and go to this stranger and trust that he can do it. You know, and then all of a sudden, when it's about your mental health, you know, there's this qualified person who studied everything about That's the crazy. brain and your mind and... You just did like nah, nah, nah. So yeah. I can sort it out. I know my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah, but yeah. you like you know you do you know your intestines? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you know you, it's it's that is so true though. Yeah, like, like it's, it's we crazy. would fully go to a doctor that we do not know. Yeah, but we just we know he has the qualifications. Yeah, we'd go to them like sh- be very vulnerable with like our physical state. Exactly, exactly. But for some reason, especially in like the traditional. Uh, generation when it comes to like seeing someone about our minds that's when it's like no yeah, yeah, it's like, like your faith <laughs> can help you with that. exactly it's like what, <laughs> what? No, i feel like god's given people the ability yeah. to help people with those things you know what i mean and so i think for me it's, it's just that thing like um it's mental wellness Making yeah mental wellness like very like not yeah taking away the stigma off of mental wellness bro i i am a i am a massive proponent on on therapy my only issue and this is my hot take right? yeah, yeah, yeah. my my only issue and this is probably the reason why i haven't gone yet it's that price tag bro yeah yo that price tag sometime i i wonder like is it really justifiable like 50 pound a session yeah, yeah just yeah, to yeah. talk about like feelings and stuff yeah. obviously it's a lot more than that but at least with the doctors here anyway, I know it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that is a big barrier. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think when I did counseling, luckily, I, I did it with like a charity. So okay. my, my contribution was a donation. And oh, it right. any amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I did pay. I did give them money. Yeah. What was that like, by the way, like when you were doing the counseling? It was good. It's definitely different from therapy. They're not trying to solve your issues. Okay. Yeah, so it's not like, oh, this is why. You know, it's, it's more of like, you see, it's literally you talking... And you almost like having new perspectives and sort of like give, ushering in new ways of thinking about your issues mm-hmm. rather than saying, oh, this is your issue or this, I think you need to do this. Right. It's more like, oh, actually, have you thought about this though? Right. You know, and so like, instead of it being one dimensional, because you tend to, especially when you like, especially when it comes to like things like trauma or like bad memories. It can be one-dimensional. They did this because this, and this is, this is how I feel, mm. and like one plus one equals two. That's it. Mm. And then they'll be like, ah, it doesn't really work like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like okay. life, is, life is more like, um, yeah, it's just there's a lot more facets to, to life than just like one-dimensional linear path. You know what I mean? So mm. I think what I, found, what I found about counseling is that it's not, it's not therapy in the sense that they're trying to... Diagnose you. You're trying, you're trying to diagnose you or figure you out in a sense. But it's almost like you, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you figure yourself out. Okay. You know, and show, and then like basically, and also they they will give you like advice like okay, um, there are these way there are these certain mindsets that we you know, um, that we have sometimes like you can talk about like a victim mindset or something yeah yeah power mindset those types of things they can tell you about different material like that and give you sources of different yeah things to look for 
but like the the goal of therapy and the goal of counseling are completely well, then well I, not completely different but they are they, they, are they definitely sound different yeah. I, I i actually take what i said back then i i'm a major proponent of counseling counseling <laughs> sorry yeah because i think yeah with therapy that whole diagnosis can put you in a box sometimes. Yeah, it can, that, be, it can be a crutch, I think. Sometimes. Yeah, and like, yeah, it'll put, it might put you in a box that maybe wasn't even meant for you. Um, yeah. Because I think, yeah, with therapists, they, they do like to like solve everything mm. for you because like, that's what you're paying for, right? Whereas from what you described counselling to be, it's more like a conversation for you yeah. to solve what's going on in, yeah. in your own state. Yeah, but I would say um, counselling is very, is also short term most of the time therapy is the one, the one you can take for years you mm. can have therapy therapist for years mm. but counseling is more like you know for the next six months you're doing counseling you get what I mean so yeah. um, but I mean I, I, I liked counseling um, I'm open to therapy and I, I want to see what it's like obviously like if someone tells me like um, you know gives me like a diagnosis that's like and especially as a Christian you know you don't like labels yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Like words <laughs> But like, um, but I think I think it it, it helps. Um, it's it's interesting because like, um, I have I have I think we both have friends that like, um, have been diagnosed with certain things. Mm. But I think the thing that get uh, the thing I still um struggle with sometimes is like how, like they can get diagnosed with something, but then. They then like maybe get proud of that diagnosis after a while. Yeah, they use it. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm this. I'm this and I'm proud. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. You know, and like, don't fine. judge me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. It's like, but it's like, also like, I don't know, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can fully back that. You mm. know what I mean? Because um, as much as, like, you, you're demystifying or, like, taking away the stigma by saying that, okay, this is what I am. Because when you declare it, obviously, like, you know, it, it is, power. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah, you take your power back, and you know. But also, I, I don't think it's like, it's, I don't think it's like something to really be out here like <laughs> proclaiming over yeah, yourself. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, proclaiming over yourself, but even boasting. You're like, oh, I'm this. Like, yeah. You know, because in the moment when you're going through it, it's not. <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to be. Yeah, it. <laughs> you would rather not be that. You know, but I mean, it's it's it's, it's interesting though. It's no. interesting. So that's the only thing about therapists or uh, well, therapy. Um, that I'm like the label, Has it the about? label thing. Yeah, it kind of gets me because some people can deal with it that way. Like for some people that go to alcohol, alcoholics, and mm. like, we literally say, "I am yeah. Sam, and I'm an alcoholic." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And that 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 realization that I'm an alcoholic allows them to get through. Yeah, because that's they, step one, right? Yeah, acknowledging it. Acknowledging it. So there's that, but mm. then I think it's like I'm an alcoholic and I'm proud. Yes, yeah, that, that you, <laughs> you wouldn't mean, say, you that. say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, it's something to work through, right? And yeah, so that, yeah, I think it's, it's how I see No, it. I, I think, I think, yeah, like I said before, the concept of therapy or, or counselling is, is something that needs to be embraced more. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll fully be a proponent of it. I will do it one day. Uh, once that price tag, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would love to talk about it, my experience with it. So hey, who knows? I might actually that's record nice, my like, first session. No, that's weird. That would be, that'd be weird. <laughs> You don't want to hear that. Nah, nah, no, one, no one's hearing my problems. Uh, but, like, but, but, um, but I'm saying you, you, you yourself. Wouldn't I wouldn't want to hear. I don't know if you'd want to hear that. What, my problems? I, 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 I wouldn't want anyone hearing my problems, to be honest. Okay, fine, yeah. I, I mean, I, got, I had some of my counseling sessions recorded. And really? Yeah. And they sent back to you? Yeah, yeah. So I can listen to, like, what I said. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Would you ever, like, show that to people? Or show that to someone? Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit much. <laughs> they say, like, it's a real, like, you know, like, you don't really know how messed you up you are until you're, like, Talking about something, you're like, oh, flip, like, 
Oh. That is so, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. But yeah. That's interesting though. But they should make it like part of like a work package or something. Bro, this is what this this is this is what I said yesterday. I said that they need to bring um company therapists. Like p- companies do have that, but I think it needs to be a more wider um package, like you said, in terms of more companies need to start investing in like yeah, therapy. Yeah. Because especially in the corporate world. There's a lot of baggage that these people have, like yeah. a lot of demons, yeah. and they normally take it out on drugs. You know, they yeah. they normally like that's where the alcohol yeah. comes in. They want to forget the problems. They want to like live this life that 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 isn't really meant for them. And it's, I think it's because they don't really have people to talk about their issues with. Yeah. Um, so like yeah, having a company therapist would be yeah something I I would definitely, um, you know, propose to to people. Sure. sure. Um. But yeah. In addition to that, yesterday there were some so many conversations that happened, uh, and another one that came up, which is kind of kind of deep and, and another good topic, is the concept of um, not being ashamed of your of a who you are, and then b like your faith as well when you're talking to people. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think sometimes it like there's this barrier for some reason of wanting to like openly talk about your faith yeah, with yeah. people that you don't know even though that's, that's who you are yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird it's weird I almost had it last night when yeah. I was talking I was like I was like ah, God <laughs> called me to do this you know what I mean <laughs> you're like, you're like, I was like no nah, no nah, I'm not doing this because you know especially coming from Zimbabwe where you could say that all day and people Christian or not they'll be like oh yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's a big Christian community in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Then, and also, Zimbabwe is only, like, what, 14 million in population? Mm. So, the population in Narada, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people go to church. You know what I mean? And so, you, if you meet someone else, they're bound to have been at church at least once or something. You know? So, now, fast forward to, like, coming here, mm. where, like, oh, majority don't actually go to church. Mm. And, then, and then you have to be like, uh, uh, I just felt cold to it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I think it, it it is it is interesting, but yeah. Why do you think why do you think that that barrier is there? Why do you think that kind of there's this invisible force that doesn't want you to fully say yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole story? It's just rejection, really. Mm. It's fear of rejection, like it's especially like, um, I think in new environments where like you are trying to, you know, make friends, make get, have people that like you, mm. or to establish community. Like, you know, it's saying that can you don't know what people think about the, those sorts of things. And, you know, I mean, whenever I've said it, the world's never ended. So, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the, that's the thing to, you know what I mean? That's the thing to remember. Like, as soon as you say it, you know, whatever reaction you get, like, you're alive. And, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, they, their rejection wouldn't kill you or anything. You know, so it's like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's important. And I, I think it's, it's, it's worth, like, being aware and fighting that, actually. Mm. You know what I mean? And... I mean, it's way harder than than it is than than just saying it, but also even looking for opportunities to to actually bring up, you know, God or Jesus, like you know, because it's just like, yeah, because because sometimes some sometimes some the person that you're talking to really is in a space where they might have needed to hear what you have to say as well. You know I mean? But because it's of your insecurity, yeah, yeah, he's you like, know. I don't know if they like ride with me like that. You Bro, know I mean? it's 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 such an interesting one because I think that the main issue is we want to be relatable, you yeah, know, yeah. especially like me and you, like we, like we go on, we get on with all types of people yeah, yeah, yeah. and big, like one of the reasons that we are able to do that is because we're so adaptable to different types of conversations yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. We can usher, but at the same time, like our faith is who we are. <laughs> like we can't hide from that. Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, 
sometimes we need to stop trying to be relatable and just yeah, say like basically. who we are, how we're feeling about something, and um, being proud of the story. Yeah, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. And then and then something that the guy that I was talking to, something that he said is that when we when we say stuff about ourselves about our faith, it's like we've said that now, and like it's on them. Mm. Like we don't we don't need to try and like protect that story yeah, 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 yeah. or make it into a massive thing that's so precious. Cause it is precious, but at the same time, I think it's meant to be talked about as well. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, once they have it, it's it's now up to them what they do with it. Yeah, and like we should just leave it as that. Yeah, leave it like that. Yeah, literally yesterday I was like, I literally I was like, uh, God called me to do this, you know. And then it turned out the person I was saying to his housemate was Hillsong, you know what I mean? Mm. So he wasn't he wasn't a Christian, but he was just like he he could he could see the, you know, he could see why I said that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And obviously, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. But even having a conversation with him, I was like, he he sort of has a curiosity about that side of things as well, and I was like, oh, fair enough, you know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe maybe gonna go to church now. You know, you never know. So it's like you know, just by just by me saying what I said. You know, so it's 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 interesting. Um, but it definitely you need to. Yeah, I feel like you need to, you need to be aware of it and, and and actually push past that. Yes. You have to push past it. You have to. Oh, it's a battle. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a full on invisible battle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a millisecond. Like yeah. it's, it's as fast as like a second. Literally. It's, like, it's so, so true because like yeah with, with me anyway like one of those battles that you're talking about that I've had in the workplace is when they ask me what, what I did in the weekend. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I did in the weekend and like I'll, I'll fully talk about Saturday in great detail. Saturday I'll be like yeah I went I went to this place I went yeah, to that place had a great time and then Sunday oh yeah I um I was hanging out with my friends and then yeah now I'm here you know I'm saying <laughs> I, I'll never go into detail about yeah, about yeah, church. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, for me, it was it was even... I took it a step further because I was an intern, right? Right. But I would also work at, like, All Saints. Okay. Right, the fashion store. Yeah. So, like, everyone would be like, you only work eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what else do you do? And, yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm an intern. <laughs> oh, that's great. Where? <laughs> oh, uh, at a church. <laughs> at a church in London. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, and, and sometimes, like... You know, you have to be like, yeah, I just work with kids, you know, working with youth. And then oh, and over time, you realize, no, I'm a youth and kids intern. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's, it's such an interesting thing. But, like, but I feel like it's, it's good because I, I, I feel like that actually helped me say, become more honest about mm. that side of things because I couldn't hide it. I was like, during the week, I'm at church. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, work. it's actually who you yeah, are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, during the week, I'm at church. On Sunday, I don't work Sundays. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm at church. <laughs> You know, so it's like it actually helped me to actually be more intentional about that. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's I, I I find that battle so fascinating because it shouldn't even be a battle. Yeah. Like why why making it a battle? Like just saying that you go to church should not be that hard, or saying that you're a Christian or that God called you somewhere. Like that's like let them ask more questions about that. We shouldn't try and um yeah make ourselves relatable to 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 like the culture when I don't think we're called to do that yeah. um, but I don't even think that this is a Christian thing I actually think that this is a worldwide thing I think we are everyone wants to be liked now more than ever 100%. Um, and they all like say stuff that sometimes I don't I don't think they even believe uh, sure. they'll say stuff to like want public affection and public agreeance with them and yeah like a question for you is um, how can we, how can we embrace who we really are um, in environments where it's hard to 
to kind of embrace our identity? Mm. I think it's like for me, I I I never because I used to I think in high school I definitely was like two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It was like the times that I got home, super chilled out, like really relaxed. In school, I was like a character. You know mm. what I mean? Like I was just like. And I mean, I would, to, to a certain extent, I was still me, you know what I mean? Like, but I knew that there was a, another side that I could, I could also be, to, to, to be like, you know, liked a lot more. Mm. But I remember I'd always go home like, bro, like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You just, you're like on the ride home, you just remember. <laughs> certain conversations. Yeah, certain conversations <laughs> or the jokes you made or certain things you said. And you're yeah, like, that's oh. not me, bro. Yeah, you're like, what the heck? You know, but I think, I think that, that actually forced me. To be fair, when I became a Christian, I that helped me a lot. Um, I say that like I wasn't when I became serious about God. Mm-hmm. You know, at nineteen, that's when I I was able to sort of be comfortable with, with at least being myself. Because mm. I was like, ah, you know what? God wants to. If God loves me, then like, and He's perfect. Mm. Why am I worried about imperfect people having something to say? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You know, and obviously sometimes it's easier said than done, for sure. There's still, like, moments where I'm like, I really want... Like, for example, you, you and I both know, like... Because we've talked on stages and stuff yeah, like that. And, yeah, You know, done, you know, very public... Yeah. You know, things, you know, talking on stage, leading a service. And, like, these that certain... These things... I remember um, the youth pastor uh, at my church saying there's, like, this sort of vulnerability, like, hangover... Oh. After you, t- yes. you talk, yes, where like the moment you get off stage, the first thing someone can say to you can be like the difference between yeah. Yeah. how you feel for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. You, you just open yourself up, right? You know what I mean. And so it's like when I, when I think about those moments, it's like you do want people to like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because like man, like luckily for me, it's never happened where I've gone off stage and then someone comes up to me like, "Wow, like you know, your talk was really good, but I just." Yeah, that's yeah, I, I didn't really think you were going the right way. You know what I mean? Because I've seen like, um, you know, like even, even I remember uh, Vicar had this talk about uh, climate change, mm. and uh, I think this one lady just didn't agree. She's like, I don't think we should be talking about that. Mm. You know what I mean? She told him straight after the service. You know what I mean? And I had come often, told him like that was really great. That's probably the best climate change talk I've ever heard. Mm. You know? And he was like, Oh, thank you for that. Because like just five minutes yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. someone said it wasn't. You know? And I was thinking like, but like that feeling of like just when you let yourself like you know what I mean you expose yourself like in that way to so many people you know what I mean and then you get off you're like you want people to like you yeah. you know you want and so many times before I talk or something that I've done right where I know I'm gonna be on stage or whatever like I, the, 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 I have this like oh man like I, just, I picture people in the crowd I'm like I don't wanna see them I, I, I hope they don't come that day <laughs> just wanna go straight home yeah yeah just, I just wanna go up say what I need to say then you yeah. know um, but then over time like you, I realized that like it is what it is. I am me. Mm. You know what I mean. And this is this. Fair and fine. People can have their opinion, but this is this is what I believe in. Facts. You know. And so it's. It, I think it's it's more like what you're willing to walk away with. Like, yeah. are you willing to walk away knowing that okay, this is they have the most honest version of me, or like if they meet me somewhere else, they'll be surprised mm. about who I am. You get what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. So I think that's 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 for me. Like making closing the gap between. Like who people think you are and who you actually are. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's so true. And and you know when you throughout your throughout your um your story you you kept mentioning like two people right yeah. uh, or like two destinations and I actually do believe that there are two people um in our lives 
who we are now and who we are meant to be, right? Yeah. And I think it's all about closing that gap. Um, and I uh, sometimes I think we make that gap harder to close when we try and be someone that we are not. Yeah. And that's, that tends to come from the environments that we put ourselves in and what we watch and what we consume and who we hang around with. So I think one of the one of the ways that we can really embrace who we are and who we're meant to be is by surrounding ourselves by people where we can be who we are, yeah, but then sure. also who push us to who we're meant to be. And I think that's why it's always good to have people that we can be vulnerable with, that can keep us accountable, but then also um, that can give us constructive criticism. You know, yeah, like you able to call out your friends. Yes, sure. Openly, and yeah. I, it won't be awkward. Um, so I think understanding that the road to becoming who you're meant to be can't be taken by yourself only. Oh, yeah, like, you need people around you. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, I think that um, we need to kind of... It's, it's, I hate when people say, don't care what people what other people say about you. Because that's so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really hard. And I don't think that's actually good advice because it's, it's such an impossible thing to do in the moment. Mm. But what I would say is... We need to um, embrace that the current state in which we are in isn't who we're meant to be. Like, there's better things ahead of us that we can find out through, you know, prayer, reading the Bible. But then also, like, having good people around us, um, talking about our fears and, and aspirations and all that stuff. So, yeah. I think that this conversation that we've had has been good. It's 100. 100. Um, so, Anything you want to say to the to the listeners? Are you are you back on this podcast for good now or? <laughs> Why are you including me on the spot, bro? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> nah, man, it's good to be back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been a while. I haven't. I've, 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 I I feel like I talk a lot. <laughs> so I feel like I find myself in these types of conversations, but like not in a particular podcast. Yeah. Focused sort of type. So it's good. It's good. It's good to be back. Yeah, I think I think I think you'll be like a sporadic guest. Uh, I feel like that's how it's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's sporadic. Yes, like you'll come every now and then. Yeah, um, no, it's good though. It's good. Yeah, no, it's good to have you back. Season five of the the podcast. Actually, this is a good way to end it. Um, you know, it's been it's been four years of this podcast. Really? Twenty eighteen was when you first started. Oh, that's crazy. It's been four years. Um, and we started in my room. I don't know if you remember. It was in my room. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the worst. It was in my room. Uh, we had this desk. We were sitting very close to each other. Uh, and we had background music playing. Yeah, yeah, we did. Did we have background music? We had background time? music playing at the first time. We did not know what we were doing. With, uh, was it with Tati? <laughs> no, no. It was just me and you. It was just me and us. It was just it was a just, solo yeah. episode. between. Yeah. yeah, well, not solo. But me and you. Background music was playing. It was a 20-minute episode and we chatted about nothing. Really? <laughs> we chatted about nothing. That's crazy. And it's, it's, I think it's just amazing to see how far we've come, even in that journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. You know, that's like, cool. yeah, the yeah. conversations that we're having now compared to what we used to have, I think have improved dramatically. Yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. And I think, in a way, really, that's a testament to, like, personal growth as well. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just trusting the process. If you do something a lot, um, you will get better at it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. But yeah, it's been your boy Easy. It's been your boy Taz. And we out. Peace. Peace later.